Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. My name is Adil Muzammil and welcome to the Muslim Education Show. Today we have a very special guest with us, uh, Umar Suleiman, who is the global head of risk and sharia for Wahid Finance. Alhamdulillah, and today I'm very pleased to have him as our guest. And he's going to talk to you about how he got to the position he is in, in the world of finance, and how to get there as a Muslim working in the field of finance. And we're going to look at what the extremities are on both sides, the glamorous side of it, and also the more murkier side of it. What I'd like to begin with is firstly thanking you for coming along. And then I would like to maybe begin very shortly, give a little bit of an introduction to yourself. Okay. I'm very humble. Listen, honestly, the honour is all mine, mashallah. I've been watching the programme. You guys have been doing phenomenal stuff for the community, uh, both online and I know on the ground when it comes to education. So it's really, it is honestly a, uh, an honour to be here. I'm very humbled to be invited. So Umar Suleiman, my name is Umar Suleiman. Uh, as you said, I'm the global head of Risk and Sharia for Wahid, uh, which is a global halal investment company, uh, is the simplest description. Uh, born and brought up in South London, actually came from a broken home, right? And I think sometimes it's important to get this context because different members of the audience may be going through different challenges and, and they may not appreciate that actually whatever circumstances you're given, it doesn't mean that you can't achieve a certain outcome. Um, so. Alhamdulillah, uh, went to a good secondary school, and I say that I actually went to a private school, but we had I had a scholarship. Mashallah. So of my siblings, I was the only one to go to one. Um, my father, you know, simple uh, taxi driver, minicab driver. Um, alhamdulillah, but uh, he he worked hard and struggled, and I, I got into uh, a private school, but uh, through a scholarship. Um, you would have thought that I would have had my whole life mapped out. Mm. Um, I completely messed up my A levels. Right, and I think, you know, it's sometimes it can come in and say, oh, I did this, I did that. No, no, I completely messed up my A-levels. I went through that period of teenage years where, I, you know, if you don't have the right guidance and the right hand over you, uh, it's easy to get lost. Um, and so what I did, though, was rather than retaking my A-levels, I completely changed my subjects to subjects I enjoy and actually put my head down uh, to the point, alhamdulillah, I was even interviewed at Oxford University. I didn't end up getting a place there, but it just, you know, th th there was that change. Then I went to university. Um, after university, uh, I got married, didn't have a job. Wow, right? mashallah. And, and th these are, again, I think it's quite important to understand this because there's this theme of uh, dependency on Allah, right? And I think it's important to understand that, knowing where your risk is coming from and what you're trying to seek, which I've tried to do throughout my life. Um, I worked uh, in cold calling, right? One thing that I did after university, and one thing I've always tried to have is, I've always had this approach that just do whatever it takes, get in, and inshallah, wherever you are, work hard and prove yourself. The hardest thing is getting your foot in the door. So I remember after university, I was cold calling, working for a company. Then I got into a grad scheme, working in the public sector. That helped shape a lot of my view in terms of public finances and the huge amount of privilege we live under actually in the West. I remember in the UK, I was uh, in one of the boroughs, I was in the council at the, in the finance department for uh, children and they were constantly around £200,000 over their budget every year. So 
I asked the director, I said, why, why are we always over the budget? And uh, she said that, you know, it's literally because if a child with learning disabilities is born in our borough, we have to provide for them. Right. 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 And that was quite... You know, if, the, I, if I can just pause for one yeah. second, if I can just quickly tell our viewers at home. Of course. Um, normal home at the cash nay on our gore gorethike on our mabap actually chillena. To it you apnedike on a janate chai juno je shop manushonikshuma onaki de kachki monekoreja oh mashallah ki bhalo kore se kintu onarje koshtu teke eta shop pace je uni private school legasen kinto eta naje onar mabap kup poisha chilo je shajuno korsing kinto uni scholarship hishabe uni pacen. আতাপরে এটাও উনি আমাদেরকে জানাচ্ছে যে উনি এবল এ লেভেলের সময় ওটি একদম উনি সবকিছু মেস আপ করেছেন কিন্তু উইটার উইটার এই সব কষ্ট থেকেও উনি ইউনিভার্সিটি গেছেন আর উইটার পরে যে বিএ করেছেন আর বিএ সময় এমন না যে ওনার খুব ভালো একটা কাজ ছিল বিএ পরে উনি একদম কোল্ড কলিং আর he worked in a local council. Yeah, yeah. And, and then uh, after the local council, uh, I, I realized, alhamdulillah, what a privilege we're under. Like, you know, the fact that a child is born, that they took it upon themselves as a responsibility. You know, and I thought, okay, alhamdulillah, I always had this aspiration for making the word of Allah great. And this means different things to different people, but... From a young age, I always felt that the, the, the Sharia was perfect in every way. And just people didn't know about it, and we right. never had a chance to show its beauty. And so working in the public sector actually gave me a flavor for actually what a welfare system could potentially look like. Amazing. But I wasn't challenged. Like, you know, working in the public sector, it isn't the same type of challenge. I was young, and what I wanted to do was really push myself. I also thought, listen, I need to develop. I need to be uncomfortable. Right. I need to have pressure, you know. And if you think about it, like uh, when you think of diamonds, right. they're produced from carbon under pressure. Absolutely, right. And, and, and stress is something that good that actually when it's applied in the right way, not to push someone like, you know, to, to, to make them upset, but actually to create a sense of urgency, which is good. So I thought I'm not getting pushed here. I'm not feeling that pressure. So then I applied um, uh, for other graduate schemes. I ended up working in a, a company called Ernst & Young. Ernst & Young. Yeah, that's right. For our viewers that don't know, Ernst & Young is one of the top accounting firms yes, in four. the world, right? That's it's right, one yeah. of the big four. And for those of you at home that do know about Ernst & Young and that are interested in the world of finance, please do call in. Amadeh um, he's um, here to answer questions for you and to answer questions and discuss opportunities for your children inshallah so please do call in and um, um, so you applied for Ernest and Young after and how many years after university did you apply for this uh, this was so let me see would have been about uh, three years after university okay, okay the other thing was you see the the big four they do a graduate program that you have to have a, the top grades to get in Right. But they also had this alternative stream right. um, that I applied for, and I got through that. Okay, and what year was this? Because, and, because one of the things probably a lot of parents and students at home are thinking is, 
what is available now and how much change there is from then and yeah absolutely and i think we can discuss that I mean, i'm quite plugged into the whole discussion around uh, the alternative student loans can you tell me a little bit more about so that? so um around around 10 years ago the uh, at that time the conservative government said that they uh, were willing to come up with a an alternative student loan that would potentially be sharia compliant or halal uh, student loans in the uk they used to be charged um just at inflation that but they changed that to start charging like a real rate of interest now just to be clear to everyone the way the student loan is structured i firmly sit in the camp that it's not uh, it's not impermissible as it is based on the advice of my teachers, various mashayikh, etc. Because when you look at it, there's no debt created. And this is shared by some non-Muslims as well. Um, and, and there's a whole discussion around that. So student loans as they are, we'd consider them permissible. Okay. However, I understand that there is a large, uh, or there is a portion of, of people who say, oh, well, it still says interest. We don't feel it's permissible. Right. And so they engage with the government to try and come up with an alternative student loan. Right, an alternative, alternative student finance. After 10 years, the government said, now wait a second, we'll uh, engage with this. Okay. So that discussion is currently happening to come up with the structure. But in, in that amount of time, things have changed. We've lived through COVID. Uh, we've seen actually, what's the value of a degree right. in the same way? And this is a question mark actually. Is, is going into university the right choice for everyone? We've seen rise of apprenticeships, mm. which is important. This is where rather than going through university, you can get into a good company. They will sponsor you for a qualification. And so you have some level of uh, degree or equivalent, as well as workings, entering the working world. Um, so there's a number of different options available now. Also, if you're quite technical, mm -hmm. there's um, you know certified courses. So people who are into, I guess, on the, on the technology side, AI, cyber, you can do some very good certified courses uh, and it's very much practitioner based. Right. So there's a number of different options. I guess when, you know, 20 odd years ago when we were at university, Adelio, was, uh, you're kind of set up, you go to school, you go to university, after university, you're expected to get a good job, right? You get a good job, uh, then you'll start perhaps looking for a house or you get married, somewhere right. around that. Right. Uh, and then you get, um, you know, a house, most likely on a mortgage, and then you're caught up in this cycle of debt and pressure, and but the, but your life's mapped out for you. It's 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 you're exactly right, yeah. And it, yeah. and I think two things that you've said I think that's quite valuable is a the opportunities that are available today yeah. that are non-conventional in terms of Absolutely. the other courses, and I think there's a lot of students that are considering apprenticeships today, and I, I'm really glad that you actually touched on that because there is a question mark for a lot of students and parents sometimes because, as you quite rightly said. Parents sometimes only know the conventional route, which is you do your degree and then you get a job, finish, buy a house, get married and so on. And these apprenticeships are some, it's, it's kind of like a novelty and we as parents maybe don't really know much about it, right? Do you actually get a degree? Do you get paid at the same time? What does it mean? I don't know if you can tell us. Yeah, a absolutely. So these are in good companies, some good right. companies. So even Big Four, like where I was working at EY, so, you know, uh, in, in some of them KPMG, for example, I know they, they do an apprentice scheme where you'll go in, you'll start working, you get paid for it and you'll be able to do a degree uh, with one of their affiliate universities. 
And so okay. you're doing it at the same time, but you're working at the same time, you right. know. And what's the ratio? Is it that you're in university um, so many days a week, or is it different with different universities? It'll be different. They'll probably have different schemes based on the organisation. Mm. Uh, the the plus points, the pros, are that you're working straight away. You're building up your uh, experience mm. and you're getting paid so obviously that's good and then obviously you're doing a degree as well right so at the end of it you're that little bit ahead on the negative is you don't get a choice of the university right okay. because it'll be the university that they've done the partnership with right whereas for example you know you may want to go to um, a specific university uh, illustrious university like you went to mashallah <laughs> Right, you know, uh, they wouldn't be part of the program. So, or if you wanted to read a specific, you know, degree. So these are generally going to be degrees that relate to the workplace, maybe accounting and finance. Maybe it will be like a technical degree in computer science or maths, etc. So I think, um, valuable university আগে শুধু আমরা যেটা পেতাম হচ্ছে ইউনিভার্সিটি আর এটা পরে কাজ আজকাল ইউনিভার্সিটি কিন্তু অনেক রকমের অ্যাপ্রেন্টিসশিপস অফার করে আর এই অ্যাপ্রেন্টিসশিপসে মানে যে ইউনিভার্সিটিতেও যাবে কিন্তু ওটার সাথে সাথে কাজ করবে আর ওটার সাথে সাথে ইউ গেট পেইড আর যে তিন বছর নরমালি একটা স্টুডেন্ট শুধু ইউনিভার্সিটিতে যে ডিগ্রি হিসাবে বের করবে আর তারপরে কাজ খুঁজবে এখানে হচ্ছে ইউনিভার্সিটির ভিতরেই তুমি কাজ করছো পড়াশোনাও করছো একটা অ্যাফিলিয়েট ইউনিভার্সিটির সাথে আর উনি যেটা বলছেন যে একটা ওটা ডাউনসাইড হচ্ছে যে হতে পারে যে তুমি যদি কোনো একটা ইলাস্ট্রিস ইউনিভার্সিটিতে যেতে চাও যেরকম অক্সফোর্ড ও কেমব্রিজ ওটা হতে পারে ওরা না অফার করতে পারে কিন্তু এটার মানে না যে এটা একদম শেষ কথা এই জন্য যে অনেক সময় বাচ্চারা যে মাস্টার্সও করতে পারে ওখানে পড়ে কিন্তু মেন হচ্ছে যে আগের মতন শুধু ইউনিভার্সিটি ডিগ্রি এই পুরো সিস্টেমটা চেঞ্জ হয়ে গেছে গুড ফর আর ভিউস টু নো অবাউট দিস অ্যান্ড আই জাস্ট ওয়ান্ট Um, so this is it now. You see, what is the purpose of a university? Brilliant. This is a whole discussion around this. Is it just for education or is it social development? Mm. Uh, is it a place where you can have uh, challenging thoughts and discussions and grow and interact? Okay. Some things have changed in the university scene, uh, but I think it's time to go back that way, right? So uh, it's important to think is that something you you want from university it's about as a, as an individual rounding you as an individual my my first ex, i guess um not mine but i guess for most people their first experience of an islamic society or a muslim network is through university getting involved in organizing talks or organizing some sort of activity so it's good from that perspective you know like university but that doesn't mean that you can't get that outside either right right So it comes back to what is it that you're seeking it? Is it just the uh, education or is it that rounded development? Then what university will give you that? This is important then because if it's not just the education but the whole development, 
then you need to ask those questions when you're looking at universities. Mm. What sort of, uh, you know, features do they have on campus? What sort of facilities do they have? What sort of activities do they have? What societies do they have? Not just the Islamic society mm. or, or, you know, the Bangla Sok, for example, but the, the wider stuff. What, what, maybe there's things that you're interested in. If you wanted to go into law, do they have a mooting society, for example, which is allowing people to debate? Right. Right. So you've you got to think about that. And, the one thing I would say, uh, really, and I, I really hope that the audience, especially the parents, uh, take this, is that whichever field that you choose or mm -hmm. you want your children to go into, the consistent thing that has to be there is hard work. Right. Right? There's no easy stream. If you think there's going to be an easy stream, you're not taking the full benefit of whether it's university, whether it's the apprenticeship, whether it's doing a certified course, whether it's going into work. Mm. You have to really apply yourself. Right. The, the, at the young age is the age to really grow. The advice I was given when uh, I joined EY and I spoke to a partner, um, so I, I was you know, quite forward and I just contacted him. Uh, he had a Muslim sounding name, so I said, hi, can I speak to you? And he gave me his time. And he said to me, Omar, he goes, don't worry about money, focus on development. Great, great right? advice. He goes, don't worry about money, focus on development, the money will come. You know, and when you're a young person, I, I kind of needed that. And so it's all been about what gives me experiences, what uh, enriches me. And so all of these things, whatever you do, it's got to be hard work. And this is the essence of what we call Ihsan. MashaAllah. Uh, I, I think that's the point that we need to touch on that. Ernest and Young Gasolin, senior partner and advice experience development growth will come right because that's written if you focus on just making money and that advice that and not focusing on your own self-development then just I'd like to kind of just open that out a little bit because yeah. I think a lot of people at that age are only thinking about money yeah and they're not thinking about this wisdom that you've been given that the experience and the growth and the self-development will enrich you yeah. how do you tackle that where you that mindset to to kind of let that one go and give precedence to this one. Okay, so look, it's all about, uh, the problem is we live in a time where everything is about instant gratification. Mm. And that word instant, there's no sabr, there's no patience, there's no fortitude uh, in terms of what we want. We want everything now. And so when we get some money, so and I say this to people who are applying for jobs, they say, oh, I can get this job that pays 15 or 20% more than another job. Mm -hmm. And I'll say, which one's going to develop you more? Excellent. If it's less money, go for that. The money, you have to be firm and you've got to have confidence in yourself actually because you are the product. You have a personal brand. It's the value that you bring as an individual. You know, um, I remember watching, uh, if I can mention it, this uh, uh, film years ago, there's a clip from a Bollywood film and there's this train and uh, it wasn't working and they called this uh, mechanic uh, come along and this guy comes and he gets a hammer and he knocks it 
And then the train starts, and, and he goes, this is going to be like uh, 300 rupees. <laughs> and the guy's like, 300 rupees for knocking a hammer? He goes, yeah. He goes, uh, 50 rupees for knocking the hammer, 250 rupees for knowing where to knock. And that's critical. That is. The person. You see, uh, when you become an expert or become a specialist or become known or become experienced in something, mm. you become the go-to person. And this form of development... Ultimately, so I always talk about the wider experiences, throwing yourself in, being challenged, and then you come to a point where you've got to kind of specialize. And this is kind of what's called a T development, where you specialize in an area and then you kind of branch out in terms of management. But this is a point that I think is really important for even the audience to understand when they're speaking about their children and education, etc. You know, even in Islam, reward is commensurate with effort, generally. Right, yeah. And Ibn Qayyim, he said that one of the ways in which the scholars of hadith would identify a daif or a weak hadith is if there was a great amount of reward for a small amount of effort. Okay. Right, as a general point, because normally it's the more effort you do, the things that are harder, mm -hmm. you get more reward. Right. right, so to wake up in the middle of the night when everyone's asleep to pray then, to go from the masjid for fajr, to fast on a hot summer's day, to control your glances in summer and so on and so forth. These things require effort. Right. And Islam is that the more something requires effort, the more reward it is. Mm. And this is both from a hereafter perspective and from a dunya perspective as well. Mm. That the more effort you put into something, and that effort should be in yourself developing, you know, we should value ourselves. Don't belittle yourself. Allah has created us with honor. Allah has created us as vessels with a purpose. And what are we going to fill that vessel with? Right? We don't want to be a, a part-filled vessel that goes around and moves from place to place. Mm -hmm. But we want to be the vessel that's filled, that people value it and they want to drink from it. And that's where the effort comes into from the beginning. That's um, very powerful. I'm just going to quickly um, speak to our viewers at home that um, it's very moving, um, very moving what um, I'll have to say the Sheikh has said, no, which he won't accept, oh, but um, because Amadej, you know, you know, ilm amonak dejinish, that jekin teke amrapai, it Amadej, you know, valuable. And ekine aktijinche unibul chenje. कतखानिकेला এটার ভিতরে কিন্তু অনেক কষ্ট আছে ওর তো সাথে সাথেও কিন্তু অনেক আল্লাহর খুশি আর রিওয়ার্ড এটার সাথে আসে তারপরে যে এই সামারের সময় যে অনেক মানুষের চোখ নিচে রাখতে হয় আর এই চোখটা তুমি যদি নিচে রাখো এটার সাথেও কিন্তু একটা রিওয়ার্ড আছে আর উনি বলছেন যে অনেক স্কলার্স ওনরা বুঝতেন যে কোন হাদিস সাহি আর কোন হাদিস দাইফ 
আর এটা হচ্ছে যে মেজারমেন্টটা অন্যরা দেখতেন যে যতখানি এফার্ট করা হচ্ছে যে এই হাদিসে যদি দেখে যে এটা ওরা বলছে যে তুমি খুব কম এফার্ট করো আর অনেক রিওয়ার্ড পাবে এটা হচ্ছে একটা সিগন্যাল ওনাদের জন্য যে এটা হতে পারে এটা ভিতরে কোনো রকমের একটা ইমব্যালেন্স আছে দ্যাট ওভারঅল হাদিস স্ট্রাকচার এমন যে সবসময় যে তুমি যতখানি এফার্ট দেবে ওই এফার্টের সাথে রিওয়ার্ড আসবে আর এটা উনি বলছেন যে তোমার পড়াশোনার ভিতরেও সেম তুমি যাই করবে তোমার লাইফে উনি অনেক সময় যে বলে যে তুমি যখন কাজ করতে যাবে তুমি টাকা পয়সার উপরে ফোকাস করবে না তুমি ফোকাস করবে যে তুমি কেভাবে ওখান থেকে তুমি ডেভেলপ হবে তুমি গ্রো হবে তুমি কি শিখবে এখান থেকে এই জন্য যে তুমি যেটা শিখবে ওইটাই কিন্তু তুমি আগে নিয়ে যাবে তোমার লাইফে তুমি যদি না শেখো তুমি কিন্তু আগাতে পারবে না তুমি যতখানি তুমি লাইফে যা করবেন আমরা আমরা দেখবো যে যদিও আমরা স্কুলে ইউনিভার্সিটিতে কাজে আমাদের সবচেয়ে বিগেস্ট ট্যালেন্ট হচ্ছে যে আমরা শিখতে পারি আর এটাই হচ্ছে দ্য মিনিং অফ এহসান যে আমরা ভালো মতন শিখি দ্যাট আমরা ভালো মতন কাজ করি